Hello and welcome to Dr. Joe's Health and Sanity Call. I'm Dr. Joe, a wellness expert and professional speaker who helps busy people stay healthy, sane, and productive. For more information of how I can help you and your organization, visit drjoe.com, D-R-J-O.com. Oh, and welcome to my health and sanity call. I'm Dr. Joe, a professional speaker who helps busy people stay healthy, sane, and productive. Today, we've got an interesting guest because I think all of us are feeling disconnected from the people we used to connect with. And now we're seeing them only on a Zoom call or talking to them over the phone. And we miss that connectiveness that we used to have with not only the people we love, but the people we work with, the people you know we connect with in our community, at the church or any place else, at the gym. I've heard a lot of people are missing their relationships at the gym. So how do we stay connected when we're feeling disconnected. And some of us, like I said, are really disconnected. We're not allowed to get out there and interact with other people. So Morag Barrett is a sought out speaker, executive coach, leadership development expert. She's an author of three books. You can see them in the background. Go ahead, say hi, Morag. Hi, hi, Joe. Hi, everybody. And, and you can see her books are in the background, and uh, I'm sure she'll be sharing all about them. But she wants to talk with us about her three secrets to staying connected when we're feeling disconnected. So welcome, Oreg, again. Thanks, Joe. I really am looking forward to our conversation. And please, questions are my bread and butter. As an extrovert, this is how I'm filling the gaps, which is coming to you through the 2D, yet more Zoom, Skype, Hangout, WebEx environment. So please, any questions, put them in there, and then let's make this a two-way conversation. I, you um, know, you mentioned that you're an extrovert, and I think yeah. that's why I'm perhaps handling it better, because... I'm an introvert. I love to have one-on-one -on -one conversations. It's going to the meetings or any kind of event where there's tons of people. It's even hard to have a one-on-one because -on -one there's all this other interaction. So I guess I've got, you know, one foot up, but I know I'm still would like to yeah, stay. Yeah, but even as introverts, and I'm an introverted extrovert, so there is definitely time when I like to have my peace and quiet and just me oh. time. But as human beings, we are wired for connection. Yes. And the how we fill that need may be different. But if there's one thing I've learned in my career and in life, that um, the way to success, well, it's through people. It doesn't matter if we're a solopreneur. It doesn't matter if we're living on our own. We are still dependent on others for our success. And so investing in those relationships, nurturing those connections in whatever form makes sense for each of us based on our authentic style matters. And when our ability to fill those buckets and make connections is cut off or interrupted as we're experiencing right now, then it's easy to just become even more isolated. 
and there were plenty of headlines in the, in the news and in the uh, publications that I read talking about an epidemic of loneliness within the USA at the moment. Well, that has just been exacerbated by the social distancing that we're all being asked to do. And it brings me back to Cultivate, The Power of Winning Relationships, which is my first book, because I used to pride myself on being independent. Give me a target, give me a goal to go and deliver, and I would go off, head down, work hard, you know, my efforts are going to be rewarded. But I realize now that it's interdependence that truly differentiates and helps us to achieve our goals in a way that we couldn't envisage when we're just trying to do it alone. Mm-hmm. So it's a two-way street, Joe. a two-way street. I agree. And you said it's important to our success. And I have to interject that it's also important for our happiness, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So as I said earlier on, there are three secrets really for how do we maintain and nurture our relationships. And those secrets, for me, they're not rocket science, but they may as well be. They're common sense approaches. But I know often it's an uncommon discipline to, to see it through or to recognize the need and opportunity. And common sense, common, common sense, sense. Always, yeah, common sense isn't always common practice. No, exactly. An uncommon discipline is what's needed to stick with it. And ironically, I was reached, um, I had a phone call from somebody out of the blue in January of this year. David is somebody who I'd worked with, part of a leadership team that my team and I had facilitated a high performing team event a couple of years ago. And he literally called me out of the blue because he knew that his role was being eliminated because of a reorg in the summer of this year. So this was Mm -hmm. before all of the social distancing. And what he was doing was reaching out to me to ask for advice based on Cultivate as to how could he rekindle and nurture his network in order to find that next adventure and that next opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so in this case, I mean, my approach is abundance and generosity. It's what can I do? I have an extensive LinkedIn network. How can I help make introductions? But in his case, it was providing him with tools and tips for staying in touch with his network and reopening doors. And then what I do now is every Friday is I send him a text message. How did you do on your networking this week? I'm an accountability buddy. Mm. So the first secret is being intentional. Like David, if you know there are, we all know there are people in our our network, personally and professionally, that we need to connect with. Write a list. Mm -hmm. Auntie Jen in England, my brother. I know it sounds obvious to put your immediate family on there, but put them on the list. Think about your key stakeholders at work, um, beyond just your boss and your direct reports if you have them, but who else in your organization or your industry do you need to stay in touch with? And be intentional about reaching out, whether it's a phone call, a text message, a LinkedIn message, a Zoom call like we're doing, Mm -hmm. but be intentional. And that list helps to hold you accountable for staying in touch and remaining connected with those people that are important for you in your life. Well, I'm a big one on lists. So let me ask you, how do you make this list and where do you keep this list so it's top of mind? Because you can have a list. We all have had lists, right? And then we forget Mm -hmm. about the list. So how do we remember about the lists and what kind of format would you recommend? <laughs> well, I'll let you into a secret. I sat downstairs earlier on this week and I'm not joking. There were five pairs of reading glasses all on the coffee table. 
All right. And my lists happen much the same way. I bulk by um, reading glasses because I know I always need them and then they migrate. And my lists do the same. So I have literally a handwritten list. I also have a Google sheet. So if I am traveling in those good old days when I was allowed yeah. out of the office, I can refer to it. But here's a simple um, tactic. Put it on your calendar. Get a reminder, mm. three o'clock on a Friday. You know you're being prompted to make those mm. calls, but the people at the other end don't. And even if they notice that it's every other Friday at three o'clock that you're reaching out, who cares? The key is that that relationship, the fact that you're taking the time makes all the difference. You know, that's an excellent idea because Google Calendar does keep me straight. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah, we don't often think of it. I'm the same. If it gets on the calendar, it's going to happen. But that brings me to the second secret, which is to be consistent. Because you can write all the lists. We think about your New Year's resolutions, all of the best intentions of I'm going to lose five pounds, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Well, we don't get to go to the gym every day now, but we know what happens to those lists. The mm -hmm. key is to make those tiny habits and to follow through and make them consistent. And my colleague, Eric Spencer, wrote this great blog, and you can Google it and find it. But he uses a technique that he calls 2515. 2515. Okay. And how he describes it is this that whichever time period, let's say it's in a week, all right, you have your list, and every day you have to have two face to face meetings, which in today's parlance means we'll do a Zoom call. All right, so two people on your list, two Zoom calls. If only it was only two Zoom calls a day. Uh -huh. And then five people on your list in total that you're going to reach out to by a LinkedIn message, congratulations on the new job, you know, comment on their mm -hmm. article, something. So that's now seven people that you've contacted. And then the other eight, you can do it however you want. All right, so it can be the phone call, it can be the chance encounter at six foot apart. So 2515 is like a little flywheel, because if you're doing that consistently, whether it's every day, every week, every month, people will be calling you back and your network will be getting strengthened. Those webs that we weave will get stronger with each and every outreach that you make. That sounds great. Yeah. And I guess we can make up our own numbers, but depending on what works Absolutely. for us. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. But I, I like that 2515, five right? Is that what Yeah, 2515 is how Eric describes mm. it. So whether mm -hmm. at three o'clock on a Friday when that meeting request comes mm -hmm. out, you're just going to reach out to three people, two family and one work professional contact. It's entirely up to you. You have to make it work for you. Right. But here's the key is in today's environment, people will remember. And Dr. Maya Angelou um, has a great quote, which I'm going to to summarize here, but it's along the lines of people won't remember what you did, but or what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Yes. And right now, when you think about how people are feeling, every human connection, every outreach, every, hey, I care, how are you doing? What can I do to help? Hey, I'm just calling for a conversation, not because I need something, but because I was thinking of you. Mm. That matters because it helps people to feel engaged and it helps you to maintain your network. So last week, Morag, you were not on these calls, but some of you that have been on the call remember 
that my website was down for a full week and I lost my email for a full week. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. And it was a series of issues, partly COVID related, partly because my website is four digits. And for some reason, four digit um, domain names have to be done manually to be transferred. I didn't okay. know that because they're worth money. So I was, I was very disconnected and I was on, I had a web person that was managing all this, but I was on some of these chats where she felt like she needed me to answer some of the questions, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I noticed that my web person in talking with the chat people across the world always started with, how are you and your family doing? Mm-hmm. And I commented afterwards, I, I just noted, you know, it's funny because I get into a chat and I typically say, I can't get in this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just all about the issues. And she said, Joe, remember, the people at the, under the uh, other end of the chat are people too that are mm-hmm. and affected by, it, I'm, I'm sorry if you guys think I'm just such a snob now, but I... I, I was so business focused, and of course, it was very stressful, but I didn't think about that. Isn't it funny? And this goes back, I'm exactly the same. My first, I was going to be an engineer, first career was 15 years in finance. I'm straight down to business and tasks. Yeah. And the third secret of nurturing a relationship is oh, that did human I element. To the third you one? did, I love it. Oh my but God. it's the human and the humane. And so certainly at SkyTeam, my company, we start every meeting with what we call ripples and joys, something we took from a fabulous organization called City Year that helps in uh, schools to help ensure that students do graduate and go on to college and other things. But ripples and joys. And it was a way and a structure of talking about ripples. What's the impact we've had for others in the last seven days? But what are the joys? What are the things that have made us shine and filled us up with joy? Mm. And that can be personally or professionally. And so even just starting with the small talk, whether it's ripples and joys or how are you and your family or what's one thing you're most excited about from the last seven days, the Mm -hmm. small talk is what leads to the big talk. Because if we don't connect at the human level, then all this becomes is a transaction. And if all we are is a transaction, then you are a commodity and I can replace you very easily. But when I feel seen, when I feel heard, when I feel like you care about me, then I am more likely to trust you and I am more likely to continue to invest in that relationship for the long-term benefit of both of us. So relationships really matter, not just in life, but especially in business. And that old adage, you remember the one where it's not personal, it's just business? It's rubbish. I'll be polite. It's rubbish because all business is personal and relationships matter. Hence, I wrote Cultivate. Oh, wow. So so go back to those three secrets again. The three secrets. So it is be intentional. So identify your list, your lists, but be consistent, follow up. And it doesn't have to be rigid, but make sure that you're following up with these people on a consistent basis, whatever timeline works for you. And then be human. Don't just reach out when you need something. Reach out just to inquire, reach out and offer. That's the ripples and joys. 
And in doing so, you will have a network that will be there and ready to support you in your time of need in the same way as they know how and when to reach out to you in their time of need. I love it. Thank you, Morag. If uh, any of the listeners want to uh, have a conversation with you, to reach out to you, what's the best way to connect? So please reach out to me because as I said at the beginning, extrovert, I love the conversations. However small, however big, I am here to help. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Morag Barrett, M-O-R-A-G, B-A-R-R-E-T-T. And you can also find me at my company, Sky Team, that's S-K-Y-E, team.com. And feel free, please reach out to me, connect, and uh, let's get to know each other. Well, I've enjoyed my time with you, Morag, and getting to know you. Thank you very much for coming on the call today, and I'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed today's health and sanity call, please subscribe to the channel and share it with others. For more information about how I can help you and your organization, visit drjoe.com. That's just four letters. D-R-J-O dot com.